Welcome to Pass It On with CWR Talent. I'm CWR, and this is my podcast dedicated to helping our aspiring leaders and mentors. We're sharing the valuable experience and advice of some of the most successful executives in my network. My specialty? Discover talent and pass it on. That's it. In simpler terms, I'm a headhunter with a twist. If you want to increase your knowledge, build resilience, or simply polish your soft skills in order to lead at the next level, my guests are all happy to share what works and what doesn't. It's honest, it's forward motion, and future thinking. We like it. Catch our latest episodes that drop Sundays at 12 p.m. GMT London time. And whether you're in London, New York, Lima, Paris, Perth, or Dubai, you'll find us on all platforms where podcasts live. We appreciate each and every listener, and we hope you'll share it with your family, friends, and colleagues. Here we go. Welcome. I'm CWR. On today's topic, I'm going to flip over to the entertainment side of my podcast. You know me by now. What is my passion and profession? I discover talent and pass it on. Now you, to our core listeners in hospitality and entertainment industries, with my special guest, you will discover what influence and leadership looks like in the music industry and what it takes to sustain a long career in the business side of music. Social media has forever flipped on its head and artists' access to immediate notoriety or oblivion in the ocean of so much content and so little time. The role of an independent artist's PR manager becomes ever more crucial to musicians new or well-known who need a bespoke, curated approach to press relations, marketing of the artist's brand, and managing jealously the quality of the platforms and press where it appears. Perception is everything in the music industry. And a skilled PR and media specialist wears many hats and holds many hands, especially among new artists just looking to make their mark and do it right from day one. And among artists who must adapt to the changes in what people want and how they want it. If there was ever a time to seek the advice of a seasoned media guru, it's now. To discuss our topic today, I'm calling on one of the most admired and successful independent PR media consultants in the music industry in New York City for over 40 years, pioneer music industry PR publicist, Carol Kay, president of Chaos Productions, Inc. in New York City. In her early career, she began as a publicist for O'Coin Management called The Press Office during the explosion of KISS on the music scene. Over the years, Carol earned her reputation for serious quality representation across the media for the music industry and after lending her considerable talents to various record companies, such as Electra Asylum, where we met and worked together on accounts such as The Eagles, Queen, Roy Orbison Jr., The Cars, Donna Summer, Lee Rittenauer, and others, to Lieber Krebs Artist Management as in-house publicist representing established artists Aerosmith, Humble Pie, Joan Jett, the Blackhearts, and Ted Nugent, among others. There's a longer client list on the website. For those of you really curious, it's really long. After a brief stint at Mirage Records in label operations, the opportunity arose for Carol to spread her wings, and she joined MGM United Artists as a director of East Coast Operations for the music division for two years. 
It's at this moment when I'm fairly certain it began to occur to her that with already over 12 years of steadily building a reliable reputation, a consistent and ever-growing network of loyal clients and contacts in the industry, it was time to become an entrepreneur and open her own house of PR management and production. She dove in headfirst to launch Chaos Productions, Inc. as a pioneer in 1989, when few women dared in New York City to go it on their own in a male-dominated industry. The talent is not always in front of the mic. She developed her unique brand of artist management and PR philosophy, and a quote described Chaos Productions' style as skirting the obvious, flirting with alternatives, and fueling the fire of what burns within, that's our stock in trade. Former Chaos publicist Mike Greenblatt said, be it tour press promotions, product tie-ins, event coordination, company branding, broadcast, or just bringing to the dance seemingly disparate partners, her company could not be more aptly named. It seems appropriate on the website. An adaptation from the I Ching quote says, without chaos, there can be no order. I'd say that's true, especially in music. Besides all the instantly recognizable names in rock royalty and music, for over 32 years, Chaos prides itself on its wider scope work with recording artists, indie bands, and record labels, authors, filmmakers, engineers, painters, prophets, and poets. This seriously talented lady and her team is passionate about working with emerging talent. After decades of breaking branding and guiding new generations of talent to navigate the wild world of the ever-changing entertainment industry, please join me in welcoming to Pass It On with CWR Talent, a true pioneer of the music industry scene in New York City, an accomplished entrepreneur and media expert, not to mention my very dear friend, Carol Kay. Welcome, Carol, to Pass It On. I'm glad you could join me. Well, hello, Corinne. It's such a pleasure to hear your voice again. And you, and you. Happy, uh, what is it, Thursday? Yeah. <laughs> Happy Thursday. I, I've, I've been going for hours already, and I'm, I don't even know what day it is, what time it is. Oh, boy. Hello. Well, listen, it's, it's really a pleasure to catch up with you during a period of big change. And it's an ideal time to talk about what it takes to succeed in today's music industry. One thing I, I know that translate across industries and across companies, cultures, oceans, it's all about personal relationships and what it takes to build them and keep them. In hospitality or entertainment, our methods are so similar and the content different, but the mechanics of how we get there are the same. Reputation building is all about part and parcel about consistent service delivery and loyalty. Loyalty comes from consistency and that personal touch. Carol, what's been your biggest challenge or change to how you and your colleagues at Chaos Productions prepare a, a campaign strategy for your artists? With less touring over the last two years and theaters and clubs all closed, how has your approach changed? Well, that's an interesting question, honestly. We, um, working in rock and roll and working with, as you know, the client roster that we have, um, we have learned very early on to adjust at a moment's notice. 
You never know what's going to happen when an artist is on tour. Anything can happen. So you have to be able to switch gears, jump in and correct the situation. So honestly, I wasn't, and when I say I, I mean chaos, we're not really that affected by the change because nothing for us is ever by the book and nothing ever goes the way you think it will go, right? So we just switched gears and we started moving to more virtual presentations um, as opposed to live concert performances. We had artists doing home performances, whether it be uh, you know via Zoom or a podcast, they were doing interviews and all of the films that we also work with, which are all music related, switch to virtual screenings as opposed to in-person. So honestly, it didn't ruffle my feathers at all because I'm used to surprises and I'm used to turning on a dime. That's really good. It's thank God you've got that talent because not <laughs> some people were caught a little bit short by the, uh, you know, by all the changes, which were so radically quick and fast. But I, I've spoken very briefly about your wealth of experience in the field. I mean, tell me what today's PR talent looks like in New York City. For our listeners who are around the world, what is a publicist's role in the show in the crazy world of rock music? Well, basically, uh, we are the mouthpiece, so to speak, to the media, and our pu publicity campaigns are global and national in scope. So they're not only focused in New York City, which is where we're based. Um, you know, and with all the COVID shutdowns and venues shutting down and New York-centric shows, basically... Uh, being eliminated, um, our role is to communicate and share with the media, be it print or online or podcasts or TV or blogs, the artist message. So we'll announce new album releases. We set up interviews. Uh, we go after reviews. We share new videos. We partner with various media outlets for exclusive content. It's all about generating excitement and anticipation for the artist projects. And as I said earlier, it really worked out seamlessly for us during the pandemic. I know I am very, very blessed. And I, I, I feel for those who have suffered greatly, but we were able to continue to get the artist messages out. We had album releases. We had a, a few theatrical films we worked to great success. I mean, that's that's all amazing work, especially during a time when a lot of people complained there was no work and this and that. But it, it, as you said, you turn on a dime. So you're so accustomed to disasters and emergencies that this was just <laughs> another one in your book. I'm sure well, you know, you can relate to those disasters and emergencies. I mean, they happen in all aspects of 
industries and uh, ours just, um, yeah, it's pretty, it can get pretty crazy. So tell me something like what would be the most, I mean, there's like all the technical skills of being a publicist and all the relationships and the media and the technique and writing skills and ability to communicate. But what is the one most important soft skill a junior publicist should really cultivate so they can deliver to their clients? Is it is it more about empathy or patience or or something else? As you said early on, it is all about relationships. It all comes down to relationships and hard work. Uh, a junior publicist must and should learn every aspect of what it takes to launch a successful campaign and not to be afraid to think out of the box. That was something I did very early on. I was never afraid to come up with a crazy idea. When I, was, when I was working with KISS, I started in the industry as a very young girl and I worked for their manager. So I learned from the best and I learned not to be afraid to come up with a concept that might sound insane at the time, but to trust my gut and go with it. And you know what? they worked. And I find, because we do have, and I, I enjoy teaching, and I enjoy passing on what I know to a younger generation. So we've had a variety of interns that have worked at Chaos. And I have to say what I found, and I don't mean to be uh, negative, but most did not want to do the quote unquote grunt work. They did not want to make copies. They did not want to do things that you have to learn to get to the next level. They wanted to immediately get on the phone with the New York Times. It's not going to, it's not going to happen like that. You have to learn. And it's, it's all about hard work and building and developing and cultivating those relationships, those will serve you well down the road. You never know where someone will end up. They might be an intern at a newspaper you're working with today, but in three years, they might become the editor of a magazine. That's what I always try to stress. I treat everyone with respect. No one is too, quote unquote, small for us to work with. We will find a place and a way to work with everyone. So I really pride myself and my company on those relationships. And that is what has kept so many artists and record companies coming back to us year after year, they know that they're going to be treated with respect. Another thing I do want to mention, as a publicist, don't ever think it's about you. <laughs> Isn't that the fact? Yep, it's true. It's true, and many do. 
Well, I mean, it's the same in my in my business, and also too when you're looking at talent and you're looking to discover talent, it's about the talent. Uh, let's talk about new artists, emerging artists. Often it's it's the time when it's most critical to set the brand tone for the artist, but they often depend on record company PR, where the artist may not have as much control. Is is independent artist PR management affordable for the emerging artist? And can they afford not to if they want control over their careers? Well, thanks for bringing this up. I mean, the days of a record company, spending the time and money to develop an artist's career is kind of uh, long gone. I'm not saying they don't, but the way it was done, Corinne, when you and I started in this crazy business is very different. Emerging artists today must be hands-on in every aspect of their career. So that by the time they approach a PR firm, such as Chaos, they have already amassed an extensive social media following and they have a story um, within which we can build upon. So our role for an emerging artist is to build upon the foundation that they've already laid. Uh, is it affordable? It might be difficult for some, but there are others who do have managers behind them or investors. And we have worked with many emerging artists to great success. That's great. I mean, many musicians seem to have gone back to their roots with YouTube shows and finding alternative ways to get their work out there while waiting for tours to pick up when there weren't any. I mean, in the era of streaming, royalties have melted down to a trickle and live gigs become ever more important for the income of artists. But at the same time, I've rarely seen such a burst of creativity and getting back to basics, 40 year reunion albums, careers <laughs> taking on new energy by being closer to the fans with social media. What for you, Carol, is the most positive aspect of what's come out of this industry crisis caused by a pandemic and wherein lies our hope? Ah, our hope. Well, as you know, I love rock and roll. So my hope, going back to what you said in the beginning, with, with artists going back to their roots, I'm hopeful that the young emerging artists continue to explore those very roots of rock and roll. Go back, listen to those who have come before you. Take, for example, and I hope I'm saying the name correctly, Moniskin. I love everything about this band, their style, their sound, how they embody everything from glam rock to hard rock to their theatrical presentation. I mean, they have a hit with a 54-year-old song, Beggin', that the Four <laughs> Seasons recorded. So my hope is that this trend continues, not exactly with you know, new bands covering old songs, but taking the essence and the energy and the vitality of that music and spinning it into something new. Look at the way hip hop artists have been sampling incredible soul music from the 70s. Oh, yeah. 
right? And they've developed a new audience for that music. My daughter, who's 20 years old, listens to a lot of hip hop. And she's amazed that I will know a song. And she looks at me like, how do you know that? And I'm like, Frankie, you go it's back. Listen, <laughs> it's, that's a good, <laughs> that's exactly right. And so I love how that music is finding its way to young people today. So I hope that continues. That's my hope. And I think also that the pandemic has forced artists to become, you know, just going back a minute to what we were talking about with young emerging artists. I think that the, the and also for established artists, I think that the pandemic has forced artists to become much more self-reliant and much more independent. I, I, so I think it's, a, it's been in a very strange way, a good thing. I think that's a great thing to become more self-reliant and entrepreneurial in spirit. That's and um, I, I tell you, Carol, it's, it's an amazing and very fascinating subject for me. And I'm sure it will be for my listeners, especially, you know, around the world and some of the crazy countries we're listening to, but I would love to thank you, Carol, for sharing with our listeners your unique career and perspective on the business side of music. I love catching up with you, and here's hoping I'll be seeing you again soon at home in New York. I hope you'll land in London soon. Corinne, it's been such a pleasure, and we should do this again, and I really look forward to seeing you soon. All my love to you. All my love to you. Thank you, Carol. And we'll talk soon. Okay. Bye, honey. Take care. Thank you for listening. And please join me in thanking our guests for being great sports and passing it on for you, our aspiring leaders and mentors. We hope you'll give us a like, a follow, and a ding ding for notifications on the platform of your choice. This has been Pass It On with CWR Talent. Pass it on.